All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back into the stream. It is Riven and, and Fate here. Welcome in, guys. We are back with uh, what is this? Number thirty-six. Our podcast. We are here on YouTube today, uh, doing our podcast. It just makes it a little bit easier, so we can just have our podcast straightly upload to YouTube. You can get it raw. You can get it fresh. It's gonna be just us right on YouTube, and then we'll upload the audio. Oh my God, look at my hair. Uh, upload the audio uh, to to the thing of Bobby Dingy called Anchor, which I'll pass it down to all the other platforms called, uh, you know, all the other different platforms, Apple or Google or whatever we actually, wherever you listen to your podcasts. So that's why we're over on YouTube. Cookies! What's up, dude? Cookies, 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 cookies. Uh, oh, hello there. Hi. But how are you, Fate? How's everything going, man? Uh, everything's been going really well, man. Um, I have been gaming a lot as of late. That's good, man. It's always good to be. It's always good to be in the gaming. Yeah, especially when when especially in your downtime, especially when you just want to relax, and, you know, just game and uh, get caught up on stuff as well. We got some Harris Heller lo-fi going on. I think we have perfect little background music for our stream. So let's jump over to our show notes. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to jump right into this. It's a lot of stuff to just discuss and go over. There's a lot of news coming down the pipes. <sighs> let's jump into, uh, into our show notes here, guys. So... But I hope everyone is having a a, a wicked awesome uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, wherever the hell we are. What day are we in? Thursday. I don't know what day it is anymore. I feel like since I've been working from home, dude, every day feels the exact same day. There is no difference. Every day is the same day. <laughs> I just wear different clothing. That's about it. <laughs> the same four walls. It's the same freaking cat. It's the same food I cook all the time. I'm like... This is this is definitely just like yeah. Uh, this is just this is just Groundhog Day. I'm living Bill Murray Bill Murray's movie. It's craziness. Except I don't hit by cars or anything like that. So luckily, no. <laughs> well, that's uh, always a good thing, man. That's always a good thing. <laughs> but let's jump into this, guys. So we got some good news to talk about for this uh for this podcast number thirty six. Uh, the biggest one is the biggest one. I'm gonna start off with. So I don't know if everyone heard about that Discord was actually in some major talks with Microsoft and Microsoft was bidding on them for like $10 billion. Microsoft is just throwing around tons of money. They bought out what Bethesda for like $7.4 billion. And then now they're, and they actually just bought out somebody else as well. They bought out uh, some big healthcare uh, speech, um, speech recognition software for like $4. billion. And now they're looking to buy Discord for 10 point something billion dollars which is absolutely crazy but discord turned around and said no we're gonna go public <laughs> which i thought was absolutely crazy i just found it I, it's just the one side of it is it's just discord uh microsoft just throwing all this money around dude like they have so much money like exactly. so much money to be buying bethesda for seven point you know 7.4 billion they bought uh, the speech recognition software for a couple billion dollars, and now we here we are Discord, 
And the fact that Discord turned around and said no is actually, I think, a good decision to stay independent and not have Microsoft trample all over them. Because um, Microsoft can do go one or two ways, and they've always proven they can go one or two ways. They can do really good with their, with their products they buy or do really, really, really horrendous with the products that they buy. Uh, and if you look at Mixer, that's just one side of how bad they are. <laughs> and then if you look at like their phones and their TVs and all the other products I've been in, uh, they just don't, there's just some things they just don't do well in. They don't market it well. They don't keep up with it well. Uh, so I was a little worried when they said that Discord was going to, uh, Discord may have been bought out by Microsoft, but I'm happy to hear that it's not being bought out. It will still be independent. Uh, and they're going to go public. They're going to put themselves up as an IPO, which is an initial, initial public offering up on the stock market. Uh, I don't have any news on that, so I don't know when that's actually happening, but we'll make sure to keep you uh, up to date here. So if you're into buying Discord stock, that could be cool. Uh, we'll let you know when that actually goes live on the market, so you can drop some money into it if you're looking to do that. No, Roblox went live, so that was that was cool to see Roblox come out. But they went they went direct to market. They didn't have an IPO. There's a lot, there's a lot of different things and loopholes and red tape you have to go through for opening up an IPO. Where direct to market, there's not much really need to go through. Uh, but so hoping to see that come out soon, so we can get some shares in Discord. I mean, Discord's a big chat program, and it's no longer just focused on gaming. It's been open to the whole mm -hmm. like. It's open to community across everything. You know, teachers are using it, businesses using it, uh, yep. uh, everywhere. I, I don't know. Everyone's using Discord now, so it's no longer just focused on gaming, which is actually pretty cool. So, I think that will be pretty, pretty interesting. I would love to see like one day Discord just be implemented into like a solution, I, I, into a solution like a business. That'd be no, that'd be pretty interesting. Like if Microsoft did buy it over, and like they implemented it somehow into the business i would love to have seen microsoft the one side of it is guys i would love to have seen microsoft take discord and take the a lot of the teams microsoft teams uh if if you work in it or you work in some type of place and they're using microsoft teams uh teams is a powerful program i actually think it's a lot better than slack uh slack is cool but Teams is just really awesome application. It's a little resource heavy, but it's a really good application for communication and and integrating like all the other Microsoft products as well. I would love to have seen Discord get some of the features that Teams has, because in my opinion, Discord just doesn't innovate in the right places, and it's it's missing it's missing some key features. Like so, a part of me was hoping Microsoft would have gotten them and just improved on a great chat platform already, but it just didn't happen. Uh, so it's which is you know okay for Discord because now they can still be independent, looking to uh, mm -hmm. gain money in different directions. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Faye? What are your thoughts overall for whole Microsoft not getting the Discord deal? I think it's good or bad. I mean, I, it's a fifty-fifty flip for me because look at. All right, I'm going to bring up something that they bought in the past, Skype. <laughs> oh, and yeah, look Skype. what happened with Skype. Nothing. <laughs> it, it, it's it's literally nothing happened with it. Now the question is, if they were to acquire, what, what I thought was pretty interesting, uh, this quarter right now is worth seven billion dollars, and then mm -hmm. my, Microsoft threw ten billion dollars at them, which is like a few more, you know, billion towards for them. And 
I, I really thought that was like really interesting for them to turn down that offer like I actually thought they would go for it but I have a feeling the reason why they did not go for it was due to the backlash of everything that was going on from you know the people that were using discord you know mm. yeah I have, a, that, I have a feeling that 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 is a major factor of why they declined it possibly the community I think was an uproar that was even gonna happen um I think a lot of people were worried it'd become part of like their Office 365 programs, which I don't think I would have. I think they would have kept it part of their gaming, like their Microsoft Studios, I think would have became a part of. But no, mm. I, I agree with you. I think there was a lot of backlash from, from the community uh, and Discord saw that. And I was like, you know what? We're going to go public. Um, so I don't know if it's going to hurt or help Discord at this point in time, but uh, I know there was definitely people i wasn't even microsoft i was looking to buy them they were looking at amazon was looking at them uh offered them deals there was a lot of bids going on i think it was amazon microsoft and some other company i forget the other company there was a few companies looking at them to buy discord from uh, to, to get discord just didn't pan through so we're going public now with an ipo to hopefully gain some money and hopefully once they start gaining some money they can start innovating in in their correct areas so we can see some improvements in the discord area because that's a that's a cool chat program. It's just lacking, and you know me in Discord and how I feel about it and why I moved completely over to Gilded uh, in terms of like just different mm -hmm. things. <clears throat> yeah, so. I, like with Gilded, I definitely like the layout and everything for the the platform and like the way that they have like you know calendars and stuff like that. But I I totally agree with you. They, they definitely have a lot of stuff that they need to improve on Discord. Especially, mm. I'm, I'm going to say it now because I know a lot of people are having issues with it currently, is the partnership program. And they they need to fix that if they want to keep the platform going. Because I, I've been seeing a lot of backlash with everything that's been going on with the partnership program as of late. And it, it, it's definitely... They're, they're, Leading themselves into a bad place. I'm they are. Say that. They definitely are. You see, you've seen a lot of people from the Discord partnerships actually applying to become a Gilded partner and then moving their community from Discord to Gilded. So you know, and Gilded is only Gilded's been around since 2016, but they really haven't promoted themselves much, and they were kind of like a niche thing for a little bit. Uh, and like last year, they've been really pushing marketing and building community and really just starting to really going after Discord. <laughs> like pretty hard too like a lot of their tweets are you know going up like ditch ditch discord get ditch discord get gilded so it's it's very interesting so you know it's it's fun it's it's fun because it gives um us gamers uh choices so it's always good to have competition because then you have choices you can stick with discord go check out gilded and see what you like better uh i think they both provide uh this similar concepts one you just need 30 party bots to do bots to do a lot Gilded requires not much bots and it's all built in directly to what you want to do. So mm -hmm. it, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, I think I think it's a a neat a neat little neat little program Gilded. But let's see what happens with Discord and IPO and, and their public uh, when they go into the IPO going into the stock market. I am probably gonna buy some Discord stock because why not? It's Discord. I you know I don't hate them. Uh, I would like to see them do well. Oh yeah, same here. So. We'll see what happens. But that's our biggest news for, I think, this week. And we have a bunch more to cover, too. Actually, some more big news. But Discord rejected Microsoft. That's 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 crazy. $10 billion. Whew. Yeah. That's a lot of money. What that the hell is, do with that? That is a lot of money to turn down. That's a lot of toilet paper. A lot of money. 
Wiping wiping your booty with all that? Damn. $10 million. I don't know what the hell I would do with that. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about uh this is another big this is another big hit in the in the gaming uh, area, I guess. Uh the Overwatch director, Jeff Kaplan's leaving Blizzard. Um and that's a big name, and it just makes you wonder about the future of Blizzard. Uh, I know he's been there for like 20 some odd years, maybe 19 years, I think it's been. Yeah, uh, I think it was 19. So, which is which is a long time to be at any company. So I understand like, you know, one side of it is like, yo, I've been here for 19 years, I would like to move on. The other side of it is we know how Activision and Blizzard is right now, and they're, they're, they're an absolute mess <laughs> in terms of just like everything that's going on with them. They're just not in a good spot. So there's two sides probably from Jeff Kaplan's uh, decision to leave. I've been here for 19 years and I feel like I'm gotten stale. I feel like I got my hair is an absolute mess. I'm sorry, everyone. I didn't realize my hair looked like this. <laughs> uh, that he's leaving because, you know, it's stale. I haven't gotten any recognition or haven't done anything new. And I just don't like the way the company is going. Um, and if you and Mark, I was it Mark, Mar uh, oh my God, I can never pronounce his last name. Mike Morheim. Uh, he started his own company, Dream, Dreamscape, Dream, I can't remember the name of his company he started. Um, yeah, I think it was Dreamscape. So, and you have to think, is Jeff Kaplan going to go there and join his team? So, and he's, and Mar and Mike Marham has pulled a lot of people from Blizzard who has left or are looking to leave over into his company. So, uh, I know a lot of people are like, well, that's because the way Blizzard is. And yeah, I think part of it is that, right? I think part of it is that. But I think the other part of it is, dude, I, he's been there for 19 years. Like, 19, you think, why? Maybe he's like 40 years old-ish. So, he's probably like, get the hell, let's get out of here. I, 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 there's other things out there for me to do. Like, you know? He's probably not. I mean, another probably not happy anymore. I mean, let's look, look at Blizzard. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Fate? I mean, just look at Blizzard as it is. I don't know. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, a lot of the OGs left really quickly after when they were acquired by Activision. So I, I, I don't doubt that we're probably going to see a lot more in the near future for, of this mm. happening. Uh, with a lot of the, like, you know, I, I would say founders, you know, because they were there since, you know beginning and right I, I i can definitely probably see it happening more and more but we'll probably see it more frequently i think so too <clears throat> i think uh jeff kaplan just wanted to you know just one of the bigger ones to leave so it's it's just interesting to see him uh see him go and at least and unless we wonder like what's up what's the future of Overwatch gonna look like and overwatch 2 like where is that headed now now that now that, like exactly. the main director like what's what's gonna happen with that game i mean it's still probably gonna come out but does that set them back a little bit like what does that change and where does that put the game overall so it's just interesting to see uh him leaving mid project um so, yeah, from what it says here, he is going to be already getting replaced by Aaron Keller. Mm. Okay, that's quick. <laughs> that's really quick. <clears throat> um, okay. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Interesting to know. So Aaron, Ke Aaron, would you say what did you say his name was? Aaron, Aaron. Aaron Keller is oh well, he's been part of Blizzard since 2003. He worked on okay. Warcraft, Overwatch, and uh, yeah. Well, hopefully he uh, he does good and can bring you know the fans of the Overwatch games you know good updates and uh, I don't know fun because that's some of the things that Blizzard games are missing is just fun these days. 
Yeah, which is a sad thing. Oh, yeah, yep. they're, they're definitely going to continue Overwatch 2, Danny. It's just... We... We're going to have to see more on it, basically. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Just an interesting news topic. Um, moving on from that, there's another news topic. There's a, there's a lot of news that came out this week. Um... Amazon's Lord of the Rings, the MMO game that was being created by uh, them and, and Leu, was the other company, uh, is canceled. And honestly, I'm really not surprised. Uh, the company yeah, that was developing it, no, you're not surprised either, right? I, I had a feeling like something was mm -hmm. gonna, bad was going to happen. Um, you just didn't hear anything about it. It was just very quiet. And then, I, I don't know, I, just didn't have a good, I didn't have a good feeling about it. Uh, but the company that was developing it, Layu, they were acquired by Tencent back in December. Uh, December, mm -hmm. uh, and then when you put like when Amazon like part was trying to work with other big companies, they are just not good at working with other big like just they're just not big good working. Just, yeah, they're just not good working. They always can never find a good standing ground, so deals always fall through and whatnot. So Amazon, you know, said nope. We're done. I cancel it. So they broke off. So I don't know if something else is going to happen with Lord of the Rings with Leu and Tencent. We're going to see something else, but it's not going to be developed by Amazon. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be something else that happens completely with it. But as of right now, Lord of the Rings MMO is completely canceled. You still got Lord of the Rings online if you're into that game. <clears throat> I wouldn't play that. Um, <laughs> but... I know, so I was kind of, I wasn't surprised to see that. And honestly, I think the whole side of Amazon has just been struggling, to be honest. Um, oh, I agree. I agree. Right? They just have not been good. Uh, and what like, was this it, what was, was going to be their biggest project, too. Like, besides, um, yeah, we'll, New we'll, World. We'll, we'll talk about that one later on. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, basically. But I, I don't. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't blame Amazon doing that because of all the, the stuff that's been going on with Tencent in the past. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I want to actually know like the full thing behind it of like why you know, they when it comes to like terms of allowing, you know, Amazon to continue with the project. But I, th I think it was I don't know. I've I think there's financial things related and just kind of figure out like different contracts and whatnot. It's just, uh, I, I didn't see the, I was looking for details. And I couldn't like really find the deep details. I just couldn't find like a common ground, I guess, between Tencent, Layu and Amazon. So I, I just, it's just, it sucks because it would have been cool if it happened, but mm -hmm. it, it didn't. So, but whatever. And and if you look at like Amazon in general though, like look at their game, Cru The Crucible. That game went on to, went on to Steam Released as a final product, went into Steam, <laughs> got put back into beta, got put back into a closed beta, and then got canceled. I'm like, wait, who releases the game, puts it into beta, throws it back into the closed beta, and then cancels the game completely? I'm like, oh, right, Amazon does. <laughs> so I just didn't, they're in a struggling area. They're not, they're not doing well at all in their gaming world. Um, so, you know, they had delays on New World. Uh, there was a whole like alpha release that some people got into and were playing it and everyone that played it said very had very good things about it uh, So I hope the delays for this game is good. I would like to check it out when it drops so I can play it Man, my green screen's all messed up I'm trying to move so I'm like not like being cut off My cat messed around with my camera. And it's all fudged up um, But yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with uh 
with the whole Amazon gaming side. I don't have like like if you even look at Amazon's Luna, their cloud service, it's just it's not that's like it's it's worse than Stadia. And that's saying a lot. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it, it really is. Yeah, wow. just in terms of how you have to buy the game or rent the game or with the game and have to have I don't know, it's, it's stupid. Like uh, it's it's I remember I remember um uh, Hypnotic or uh, JP was looking into it. Uh, and he actually got into the beta for it. And when he actually got, he was like, dude, this is this. I'll have to find his uh, messages. But he was very disappointed with the way that the, the way that the gaming, you have to own the game or something with the game. I, I don't want to give false information. He just said it sucked. Um, and it's just, and it's just like oh, wow. kind of like looking through reviews of it. It was a lot of things, people, a lot of people saying like, it's not great. So wow. I, don't know, I haven't used it myself, <laughs> but yeah. Kind of stinks, but yeah, that's that's Amazon in a nutshell. Stinks to see Lord of the Rings being canceled. Uh, I hope New World does good, and I hope it does not become a crucible where they release it, beta it, close beta it, and then cancel it. <laughs> I agree. I, so. I, I totally agree because I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. I, I wasn't able to try out the beta for it, but from the stuff that I've seen, it actually looked pretty decent. Yeah, it did. It looked pretty cool. Um. So it's cool. So I'll take a, a quick moment here. Just to, I, I want to throw something in here too, because uh, we didn't. I had to talk about it in the beginning because I kind of forgot that we jumped right into our news. So we're we're gonna start a segment starting I think the sixth of May, and I think our first guest is gonna be uh, Glimish uh, content creator, Specpoo uh, 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 Eagles. Uh, he'll be on the sixth of May. Uh, we're gonna be doing a, a kind of like interview of uh, meet the streamer or meet the content creator. Uh, where we get the spotlight, where we get the spotlight, a uh, different content creator for about you know a half, uh, about 35, 40, 35, 40, 40 minutes. Uh, go through some questions, you know, figuring out who they are, what they got into content creation, uh, what they like to create, where they stream, what their hobbies are, what they do in the real world. So just to kind of get to know that person, which would be cool because we put it up on, on on the YouTube, get it out on Anchor into all the different uh, podcast stations, so people can sit there and just learn about that person and find and go and just go check them out. So trying to help with the community and spotlight different you know content creators in different ways. Uh, so that's that's coming May sixth. So like two more weeks, we have our first person on the show. I'm looking forward to that. Um, that'll be fun. Oh yeah, definitely agree. Oh, yeah, he's a really cool dude. No, he's a he's he's an awesome dude. Yeah. Uh, we were chatting in the guild, and he's uh, he's very cool. Uh, so this wasn't really news, but I'll bring this up here. This this was just pretty cool. Uh, you sent this to me the other day, Fate. It was just actually just pretty cool. So I'm gonna expand this. So this is the X Cloud, <laughs> Xbox's X Cloud on a Telsa, and he's messing around with it. You know. Uh, that's just pretty cool. Like I just found that neat. Like X, the X Cloud can be pretty much used anywhere, and anywhere is a freaking Tesla. Tesla. Well, I keep calling it Tesla. Tesla. That's just pretty dope. So I, I found that we. Yeah, I, I found that, that was pretty really cool. Right. Being able it's to cool. play a huge backlog of video games on the go. Right. While you're out, you know, while you're out. That that that's really, really cool. Now if he now if he hooked up a, a Xbox control to this, I would be even more impressed. I'm sure he, he possibly could. So but it's pretty cool. And then, and then I like Phil Spencer's uh, Oh go ahead. 
I was saying apparently from when they were trying to use the controller, there was a lot of latency issues with it. Oh yeah, but I'm pretty I mean, sure like over time, like it, it once it improves, I'm pretty sure there it, there will be no latency issues at all. No, I don't think so. I mean, once once they figure, I mean, XCloud's new technology too. So once they figure out all their nonsense to get it going, I think well, I think we're in a good place for it. So, well, so far it's 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 pretty it's pretty neat. I'm I'm liking it. Um. But I, lo I love Phil Spencer's uh, her response. Not quite the scenario we are focused on at the moment, but love to see the community taking Xbox Cloud with them everywhere. Always gives us feedback on where you want to play and the experience. It's a journey, lots of work ahead of us. So he, 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 I think he was a little impressed. So like, oh wow, that's pretty dope. <laughs> like that, it's playing on a, on a Tesla, which is pretty cool. I have to say, it's that's pretty awesome uh, to see to see like Xbox Cloud there. So I think it's one of the things I like about Xbox or Microsoft. Is that they're not just giving us exclusives well i mean they don't have any exclusives but besides halo and gears not, of yet. not yet but and the next few years bethesda i think in their in their back corner now that we will see some exclusives but exclusives to me shouldn't make a system who cares about your exclusives because if you're telling me i only can play this game here and only with these people i don't want your game nor do i want your system I want my choices of where I want to play my games. Don't don't lock me into a freaking system. I want an ecosystem of being able to where I want to play. A single like Sony's games are cool and they're great, but I'm not gonna buy a system just for one game. Like, I did that, and I will never do it again. It was a waste of money. Like, you what the game's doing? It's sitting there, covered in dust. I'm never gonna play it again. I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. Never gonna play it again. And I'm not buying part two. I will wait for the full release. It's just ridiculous that I am locked down to a specific system. I don't like that. I don't like now exclusives. I know, what, I, I know what game you're talking about. <laughs> I know what game you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> um, but now I got a question for you. Hmm. Do you actually think that they will do a PC release for it? I think it's not Sony's decision. I think it's Square Enix's decision. Um, Square Enix, Square Enix is, uh, is the owner of it. Um, and suppose you know the one year the one year contract uh, is over. So now it's just a matter of just getting Square Enix to be able to port it over from PC from PS4 to PC. And I think it will happen, just not anytime soon. Because this um, is the way I was looking at it. Because I I have a feeling that they're right now they're mainly just focusing on the expansion that's coming out soon. Oh yeah, that's I I, maybe, I think. And maybe no, I they agree can do it. Yeah, I, th I think what's going to happen is they're going to release all the PS4 first. Like, they're not going to just say, all right, we're going to work on the expansion and port part one to the PC. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to work on all the game on PS4 and then report to the PC at a later date in time. Um, I don't I don't think we're going to see on Xbox just because you won't see on Xbox. And that's just... It's just yeah, I, I have that feeling too. I had like that I was, feeling too because originally it was leaked, right? To be yes. on Xbox, and then it released on Xbox. So I don't know. I don't think we're gonna see it on Xbox at all. So uh, it's pretty cool though. Uh, with what they're, what they're, it's pretty cool that they they did make a sequel. I mean, for me, it ended up a seven out of ten. It wasn't anything. It was a very good game, but it was I don't know. It was good. It does it have flaws. Like, it does have I, flaws. Uh, the, you know what? The, I think without giving much away, it was like the way the way they did the story. If you if you played the game, you know what I'm talking about the the whispers to kind of 
threw everything away from me. Like, it bothered me. I'm like, I'm done with this. No, it bothered, it bothered the hell out of me. I understand what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just yeah. didn't care yeah, for yeah. it. See, this, this is the way it. that I'm looking at it. This is the way that I'm looking at it. I think that what they're trying to do is it's going to, yeah, of course, it's a whole new, like, you know, like a whole fresh game to itself. Mm. Yeah, it does have stuff from like, you know, some of the stuff from the previous game. But I have a feeling what they're trying to do is trying to expand a story from Advent Children movie. I think that's what they're trying to do. My, I guess that's the I way mean... that I, I can I like in my my opinion. I think that's what they're trying to do is kind of like expand off of that, and you know put their own twist to it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Advent Children was good, but it wasn't like I was like if you're gonna rate a movie, it was like a five out of ten. It was like it was great, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Um, like it was okay. I was like, all right, that was cool, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I just, I you know what it is. I think I'm just tired of the over not the overhyped nonsense of Final Fantasy VII. Like, enough. There's a million other IPs they can come up with. Stop overhyping this game for the last 25 years. Like, let it go. But, but um, Riven, you you know you know you want to play that BR game when it comes out. What BR game? <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> nonsense. God, the freaking milk this. They gotta milk this game until there's no more milk to milk. Oh, it drives me insane. <laughs> but then, if Dude, you look at me, I, I, I li no, oh man, it, I I was like, I, I was like, why, why, why would you need to make a BR game? Like, I, I, know. I understand you, you can make money off of it, but yeah, why? It's true. So why not? I mean, look at fucking Skyrim. How many times? How many times did they release Skyrim? <laughs> what, what, what's next? Exactly. That's what I was about to uh, literally say. What's next? Elder Scrolls BR? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Could you imagine? Elder Scrolls BR! I mean, technically there is one. <laughs> it's called freaking Citadel in, in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, you, you're, um, you're right. That's hilarious. All right, anyway, uh, what's up next to our news here? We got, uh, this was interesting. Microsoft partnered with uh, Rainway. Uh, Rainway's uh, cloud technology. I thought this was actually pretty cool. Um, it's allowing them to kind of just deliver their their um technology in kind of like a uh, in a, in a real-time streaming uh and bring it to pretty much any devices all the devices throughout the browsers so it's pretty it sounds like it's pretty powerful technology um and once they actually have it up and running they're going to be able to get it pretty much on any device through any browser i guess so you'll be able to sit you better play xcloud like right here from your computer on a browser or on your safari mac on a browser uh safari mac on your mac via safari on a browser so it just sounds really neat with what they're really trying to do with xcloud uh and really just give you a lot of um choices to where you want to play uh so like i said so making it possible to bring xbox content to gamers through multiple devices running edge chrome and safari so that's that's gonna be huge um I don't know about other browsers. I don't know about Firefox or Opera GX. I don't know if there's gonna be supported and later down the line. But the fact that it's just making sure that no matter where you are, what device you're running, as long as you have a browser, you'll be able to access it through the cloud. So if you don't have the, if you don't have, you know, um, you know, if you can't download it to your PC or like it's in the cloud, you can download it to your PC because you don't have the specs to run it. You can play it right from your browser. 
And I think that's a great, I think it's a great um, incentive for having Xbox Cloud. I think that's really cool. And I and I hope, you know, that's why I like what Microsoft's doing. I'm not, listen, I'm not a fan, I'm not a fanboy of Sony or Microsoft. There's just technology that's happening that Xbox is, that Microsoft's providing that Sony's just sleeping on. And Sony, I understand, is starting slowly to come out with things, but this new Sony that's out there these days, they kind of suck. The whole leadership mm -hmm. is horrendous. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just horrendous the whole leadership. So and and this this whole thing with this whole thing with Rainway to bring more to bring uh, streaming into different browsers that what you own, and just being able to play your games anywhere you want on any device you want, whatever if it has and with uh, that with them having you know big into back end crossplay with whoever you want is very cool. And I as a gamer, you should want choices and not be locked down to one specific location because it's not nineteen ninety nine anymore, people. It's it's two thousand twenty one, the internet won. Yep. We should be able to play anywhere we want. Uh so now, and I'm that, gonna expand off of that. Yeah. Expand off of that. Sure. Sony really needs to step up overall. They need to get uh, one thing I'm definitely gonna say right now, they need to get backwards compatibility. They mm -hmm. need it. Two, they need something similar that is almost, you know, equally just as good as Game Pass. They they do in a way, but it sucks. Was you it need PS a constant. Now? Yeah, PlayStation <clears throat> Now. Is it only you can't I mean you could download some of the games like to your PlayStation, but a lot of them are you have to have you you have to use your internet connection to you know play them right like, i've, I've like, actually you know, used like, PS like, now it's not great <laughs> yeah yeah it's not that great and they they need to do something about that because if they were they're, if they're trying to compete with microsoft they need to step their game up and actually start listening to everybody and you know provide better you know stuff for the future of PlayStation, because if they don't, Microsoft, no no offense, Microsoft is just going to literally stomp on, it's like stomp on them when it comes to that type of stuff. Yep. You can't tell, you can't tell a PS4 fan, you can't tell Sony fanboys that though, because they'll just jump all over you. <laughs> eh. It's eh. funny, I, I got, I got into a kind of <laughs> like a, a tiff back and forth with somebody on Twitter. He was like, well, so so you're saying that Sony provides like better gaming experience? I'm like, listen, there's no lying that Sony does not. Sony provides an amazing gaming experience, mm -hmm. but I don't need a blockbuster game every damn year. It's true. I, I don't. I don't need one. It's true. Like, why do I need a blockbuster game every year? Yo, how about you allow the game? How about you allow like you know all the different games out there? Like, let's let's make Rocket League crossplay. Let's make let's make everything that's available out there. It might be crossplay, right? But just an example. Yeah, let's make everything out there, yeah. everything crossplay. Like, why is Final Fantasy XIV still being barred by Sony to be on Xbox? Like, why? Like, you, Sony, you are you're not allowing the 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 gaming generation to move forward. You're still stuck in this generation of 19 fucking 99. Excuse my language, where you ruled, you did, you were an amazing company. But dude, times changed, and either you're gonna move forward the time, or you're gonna be left behind. Like, and it's starting it's slowly mm -hmm. changing and Microsoft is making that change. And I will definitely say Microsoft has no exclusives. I don't look, I, and when I do have exclusives, I never yep. look forward to it because it's just true. 
their exclusives aren't good besides Halo and Gears. Like those are the only two exclusives that were good. But like their Crackdown and like their other exclusives that they just weren't, Oof. they weren't good to me. Like this, I was like, Sony has the studios. And not to say Microsoft doesn't have talent because they do have talent, it's just that they don't have that, I don't know, talent drive that Sony produces. But like, I was playing, I was finally sitting down playing PS4, the, uh, the God of War PS4 version. And it's absolutely just from start to where I am right now. It was an absolute ride. I was like, oh my God, I miss Sony games. Like Sony games are amazing. But I was like two weeks ago and I haven't touched it because I don't want to sit down and just play a single player story. There's so I want to sit down and play with friends and hang out and play different type of online games that give me options. I don't, I would like to play on my PC too. I don't want to be locked down to my freaking TV. I would like to play on my PC. And I don't really play console games. Um, I moved away from console years ago. Uh, but I play that only when my kids are here. Because they like to hug my PC when they're here. I'm like, oh, my children. Please come on my computer. Please come on my computer. Please come on my computer. <laughs> so while they're playing Roblox, or my daughter is obsessed with Guild Wars 2 right now. Yes. Um, she's. Uh, I'm playing something on the PS4. Whether it be you know Neo 2. Mainly Neo 2. Uh, or whatever. God of War or some other freaking PS4 title. But, I don't know. That's I, I keep going to the top of exclusives. Exclusives just annoy me these days. Like, it's not 19.99. Who cares about your exclusives? I, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I can't. My, my thing is, if I can't. If you're telling me the only way I can play this game is by buying your console to play your game. I don't want your console nor do I want your game because you're not giving me the choice of where I want to play it. or and you're not and if you're telling me oh we're not going to allow crossplay and now you're telling me I can't I'm not allowed to play with people on Xbox or PC I don't want your console you are locking me down and you're not moving the gaming industry forward you're 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 keeping into this little tiny bubble you think is going to be great no yeah maybe to your fanboys they're great but to the rest of the world who cares your, your bubble's going to pop it's coming it's I'm sorry it's coming um anyway that's that's my feeling on exclusives i i just can't with exclusives they know shit out of me even like epic exclusives they know the crap out of me like who care, why like who cares like i'm not gonna buy in the epic game store i'll wait for that year contract and buy it on steam like i don't want my games on 10 different places so i just turn into like a big youtube video and just go on like an off on a huge rant about exclusives and that because i have a lot to say about it <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, talking about PlayStation, let's move on to the PlayStation 3 store. Uh, I'm not sure why this was decided this was going to happen. This, again, Sony just being Sony. They were going to move the store from PlayStation 3, but now it's not going anywhere because a lot of backlash from the uh, well PlayStation community. And they were gonna, and if you think about it, they were cutting that away. They were going to lose all types of historic games and just, uh, just so much content. For people who maybe own still own a PS3 and you know are are, are buy games on it because can't get on the PS4 because there's no compatibility, uh, backwards compatibility, so I use the PS3 for that. And now you're telling that you're gonna get rid of it. It's like, wait a minute, how do I download my? Uh, can I access my backload? Like it was just, it was just a horrible decision by the leadership. Like Sony, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what what are you doing? Because you're not doing anything that's worthwhile, in my opinion. Um. They they put they wrote a blog about it. <clears throat> um, it's just it's just so weird. I don't know why they did this. Uh, it just makes honestly no sense to me. Uh, 
we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita. It was born out of a number of factors, including comma support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more of our resources on newer devices when a, when a majority of our gamers are playing on. We now see that you are currently passionate about being able to continue purchasing collecting games on PS3 and PS Vita for the future. So I'm glad to... Um, I'm going to find a solution to continue operations. I'm glad we keep this piece of history alive for gamers to enjoy while we continue to create cutting edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5, and next generation VR. So, you know, you know what annoys me? It's just Jim Ryan. Just listen, dude. Just... you. If, if you want to get rid of the PS3, just do backwards compatibility. Allow me to play PS3 games on the PS4. Allow me to play... PS3 games, PS4 games on the PS5. Allow me to play PS Vita games on the PS3, PS4. Let me em just emulate it, dude. Just emulate the freaking shit. <laughs> Why is it so difficult? It drives me absolutely crazy. So, I, I just it just drives me crazy. Like this 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 is just a poor decision overall of like, hey, we're gonna do this. It's like, uh, okay, I don't think you really need to closing out a store. I understand it was a numbers factor, but you're not giving people choices. You're saying you play here or don't play here. And if you don't want to play here, well, that's too effing bad is what you're telling your gamers. And I'm glad I'm glad the Sony uh, community stood up and said, no, F you, we want that. So uh, I'm glad because that's what Sony likes to do. They like to just take, they don't like giving you choices. Bring backwards compatibility. Give your gamers that. Xbox does it. I, I, Microsoft does a great job with it. Don't tell me you can't do it. Because people emulate your shit on PC all the time. There's PS1 emulators, PS2 emulators. I even saw a, 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 a somewhat functioning PS3 emulator. So please, don't tell me you can't emulate. Because communities are doing it. I have a lot of gripe about Sony, man. Like, Sony just pisses me off. They just hold back the gaming community so much. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have any comments on that? Like, what's, what? What? What are your thoughts on that, man? Oh, for the the store? Yeah, the store and just overall in general. Like, I, I I mean, yeah, I was pretty upset by it because I was thinking about eventually getting a PS3 because I wanted to play some of the, or, you know, some of the original PlayStation games. Mm. and uh danny like went on to uh onto uh the store for the ps3 and she wasn't even able to purchase games before the date like before the date they were just, like closing, <laughs> wow no closing everything done down Douchebags. and stuff i mean and like it's like it, it was two months ahead or so like before the like the scheduled you know for them to like the before well i can't even talk right now but um it was two months until they were supposed to close it and this was like what wow. about a week ago or so i think when she was trying to do that mm. and uh she wasn't able to purchase like any video game from you know the ps3 store or anything like that that's with, crazy. like with your credit card that's but, crazy yeah it, it, it yeah it was definitely a messed up situation but i'm glad that they listened yeah but for them to even think about doing that something that they should never even thought of to begin with because people spent their money yep. on that because without that store 
they would not be able to access their games that they purchased. Mm, that's so that's ridiculous. I just don't understand something. Jim Ryan needs to go. Like this the CEO of, he just needs to go. This Sony this this day and age Sony just is just horrendous Sony. Like I, I don't know what they're doing. Like just the whole gaming side just is horrendous. Like I have no love for Sony right now. If they, if they if they do some yeah. other, like like if they like there's a whole other topic that I want to bring up for next week's podcast is the the priority BS and how they're locking people out from different things like visuals and and uh, uh, locking certain consoles down to not having you know full frame rate just it's just to keep people on it's just it's just stupid like just annoying crap that pisses me off that's just that's not good tactics it's just mm-hmm. dirty play to keep you on their system it's just it's not business it's just dirty tactics that's a whole See, other if they were to go through that yeah if they were to go through with that um yeah. it, it would have been a definitely a dirty move because that's them technically trying to force people to move over to the higher up systems yeah that definitely is like oh you want be you want you want the best frame rate you're gonna have to spend the extra 200 dollars to get the best frame it's like dude i understand yes there's 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 a higher version to ps5s and xboxes but don't don't tell me that you're gonna that contracts are gonna lock me out from having xy that's just that's just bullshit man that's not business that's just screen mm-hmm. that's anti-consumer exactly <laughs> so plus there's like let, let's be honest here there's a lot of people in this world that can't afford that type of stuff like a ps4 ps5 or yeah. an xbox you know X, uh, xbox uh you know xbox one x or a series x or a series s for example they can't afford that Right. And if they were to get rid of all of that, how would they be able to access the stuff that they bought previously? You know, that's true. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. I agree. I totally agree, dude. So, I don't know. We'll 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 see what's. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Sony and see what they do the rest of this year. And I just know I'm not. I'm just not happy with Sony overall. Very anti-consumer company. Uh, moving on, we have um, <clears throat> Sega. This is interesting news. So Sega sold off all of their Western arcade division. Uh, they sold this off to Paul Williams. He's the management team lead. And he's been with Sega for 20 years. So he now has control of the uh, the Western arcade division. I guess it was made more sense for them to hold on to, to get rid of it. Uh, so Sega could focus more on the in-home game market. Because uh, they were trying to, I guess, span their, you know, have their visions in both areas. But it was just costing too much money. So... They sold them to they sold them to everything, so Sega won't really have like Sega itself won't really have much control over it. The the Sega name will still be on all the consoles, and they'll still have maintenance done by uh, done by like Sega, uh, but they're not going to have any more pull in that division anymore. It's going to be handled by this uh, Paul Williams uh, uh, person um, who is with Sega, but in a whole like different area of Sega and underneath not the uh, like the gaming division. Uh, so. I give Sega more room to just focus on their games at home. Uh, so hopefully we'll see more stuff pop up. We have Fancy Star Online 2 Genesis. That's open beta soon, mm-hmm. right? Or did it already happen? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's a closed beta. It was closed I might beta. Be wrong. No, you're right. It's closed I beta. I think it's closed. So, so that's happening. So hopefully we'll see some uh, oh. games coming out a little bit better. Now, Fun I got game. a question for you. Is this the division that... Um, that was also doing the Yakuza games? No, I don't think so. 
I'm not sure. I, I, I read the article. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't see anything about Yakuza in here. I think this is more. I think it's more along the lines to just kind of like set off their losses because when we had COVID, they had to shut down the arcades. You know, when the arcade was at COVID yeah, was that's at tight. True. Yeah. So they're just trying to get back from their losses. So they sold it off to reap some money back, uh, and then now they can also focus more on the in-game home market, which makes more sense. I mean, you know. People, I understand there's arcades and people like go to arcades. You know, it's, I would, you know, I grew up going to arcades, um, but mm -hmm. it's not something I think is really done as much these days, uh, especially not in the U.S. Like there's barcades and whatnot. You know, I have a few arcades over by me, but they're not as popular as they were back in like the 80s, 70s, 60s, around that time. So it's just, it's definitely at least 70s and 80s, you know, even early 90s. But now it's just like, why do we need to go to arcade and pay 25 cents or a dollar to play a game when I have can play so many free games from home? Or just emulate all those arcade games. <laughs> so, I don't know. But it's cool to see. So hopefully Sega will make some good uh, decisions with their in-game home market. I found that interesting. Um, our last topic of news uh, is about uh, the Glimmer streaming site. Um they had a. I, I actually missed a meeting, so uh, you know, chi chime in or if you want to talk about this, uh, I missed the whole. I missed that meeting. I had things going on. Um, they had a meeting for for their new roadmap. I actually, let me. They actually tweeted out their roadmap, didn't they? they yeah, I got, just, I got it here. here. It um, right. So viewership is about phase two. So. Uh, viewership is all about phase two. What well, we got the Glimish mobile app coming, video improvements for uh, poor networks. So I, uh, we got custom channel emotes, which is very cool. Gift subscriptions, I like that, uh, and rating. Uh, rating, I think, is always a nice thing. Um, I think it's good and bad. I think sometimes people, when they're streaming, and it's one person like they're 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 they sometimes people feel like they're supposed to be rated when someone ends. So. I think I think they're going to be replacing hosting for rating because it, technically, in a way, it's the same thing as hosting if you think about it. So I, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. I meant hosting, not rating. Yeah. Okay. I meant I meant hosting. I, I'm yes. I, I like yeah. rating better because you don't really get rating just pulls everyone over. Where hosting people yeah. have to join you. Where so it's like rating just brings whether you're lurking or not, you're getting pulled over into into into. One yeah, it's something go. that. No, it's okay. okay. That's something no, that go. they really needed for like a long while. Um, I, I definitely think this is gonna be something really useful for the future of Glimish. I, I, I personally think it should have been there off of Phase One, because yeah, it would have you know. But that's just me. But I definitely like the number one thing that caught my eye was oh well, besides the mobile app was the video improvements for poor networks because there's a lot of people that don't have really good internet connections and mm -hmm. for for them to focus on everybody you know that that's that right there to me is me showing them showing that they actually you know truly care about the community and want everybody to be able to view you know be able to view streams with no issues and to right. give them good quality 
uh, you know, good quality and stuff, even when you're on a poor connection. I agree. So I'm, lo I'm looking to see how they do that. Overall, I think Glemish is going in the right direction. Um, I think it definitely, it definitely needs to still market more. Uh, when you go look at Glemish, like when I go on Glemish, there's at any given time throughout the day, there might be like 40 streams live. Um, and, mm -hmm. there might, and every person might have three to five viewers, some have 10. So there's some viewership there. A lot of it are just alive right now. It's just the streaming to viewer ratio is like huge. It's, it's more streaming than there are viewers, but that's because the site is still new. So I think the Glimish team needs to just market a little bit more. Uh, and I understand they've been trying to work out problems uh, and whatnot and just get things going and move to phase two. But they, I feel like they need a marketing team. Uh, they need to expand that out to just market Glimish a little bit more to get, to get not just streamers on their platform. They need viewers. Uh, because if you're if you're if you're just streaming to streamers, that's great, and you're gonna build the community, but eventually you're you're gonna hit a wall, and never gonna grow if you don't have that streamer to viewer ratio. If you don't have that, you you want the viewer to streamer. You want always want your viewers to be more than your streamers. Um, so that's where that's where I'm hoping it goes. Um, I understand it's a brand new site, so it doesn't take time to get there. But I just you know just going through their tweets the other day, and I was like, man, they didn't market more, and they are, but not as much as I would like to see the market. Um, and I think just they need some type of like dedicated team just to push towards marketing. I agree. I, I definitely agree with that. But I, I think right now they're trying to like take it slow and work their way up, which mm. I personally like I, I, it is a good thing to do. But they also need to have people that are steady on the site as well, to, you know, to keep eyes on the platform. But that, I, I totally right. agree with what you're saying, you know. But, um, but like the, the, the platform is definitely making some really good steps, but they definitely do have a long ways to go, especially if they want to keep bringing in more people and have it like at a steady rate Because you don't want min too many people rushing in on the platform and then just, you know, bash on the platform and just leave, you know? You no, I agree. I agree. I agree with that too. Like I, yeah. I, I like it needs to have a good balance, but <clears throat> I think, um, you know, they're coming into, they've been live, what, um, when the hell did they go live? A month ago? I think or it was, months? actually, no, it's been a little bit longer than that, man. It's been a Has little it? bit longer than that. Almost I think two months yeah, now? it was close to the beginning. But it was close to the beginning of the year. Close to the beginning. Oh, so they were like February, weren't I'm they? I've been flying by, man. I've been flying by, live, dude. dude. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they, were, they were like live in February, I think, weren't they? Or March uh, or end of yeah. no yeah like end of February like the 18th or, or the 16th something like that around there so they've been live for like over two months now so I just feel like you know it's been a little over 60 days and they're doing very well like they have like they have a great supporting community behind them but I think it becomes more than just the you you it's more it has to be more than just us streamers promoting the site uh you we need we need to do like i love what they do i do love the glimish university i think that's very cool i think it's a very neat uh and unique thing that they're doing for the community for people who don't march was oh it was march 3rd okay so it's been a little over a month okay thank you danny um yeah i think you're right march 3rd was right yes i think it was march 3rd it's a little over a month it was march 2nd or 3rd yeah that makes more sense um, but I like that they're doing the Glimish University. They get people to come in. They teach you how to do OBS setups, output settings, videos, scene setups, and all that. You know, and some you know people may not know how to do that. You know, if you're a brand new streamer and you're checking out Glimish for the first time, 
and they're providing this and then they're putting it up on YouTube for you to check it out later. That's that's pretty dope. Like that's that's awesome. Like thank you, Glimish. You don't see you don't see I mean you see people do that, like Twitch Twitch has done that as well. Uh, but the fact that they're I think doing it in a live uh, plat in a live way of doing it to engage with the community and ans and answer questions compared to like I think Twitch just kinda like made recordings and a write up. And think thing like Mixer did. They made like recordings and a, and a, and a write up. Uh, and YouTube mm -hmm. has like recordings and a light up. They're actually doing live streams. So if you catch them, you can jump in and ask and ask questions that are relevant to what the topics that they're being covered. So I think that's uh that's really that's really neat. I like that they do that. So that, that's a big bonus. Um, I think they're doing very well in terms of growth. Uh, I just feel like we need to see more uh, promotion. Like the last time, like the actual the mm -hmm. last promotion I saw from them was April 10th. Um, I know. Then they're talking about, okay, phase two. And it's cool. They're talking about the things that are happening. But, like, promote your site. Like, the, the, the April 10th one was great. Hey, folks, we'll be streaming a phase two. Uh, excuse me. Uh, have you, uh, April 10th was, hey, have you seen our new homepage? Now featuring six random streamers every hour. You can decide whether or not you want to be featured through your channel. So, like, that's, that's cool. That's cool promotion. Um, I like that. And I love the fact that they randomize people on the front page every hour. Uh, mm -hmm. That's something. Doesn't matter if you have you know a hundred a hundred viewers or, uh, uh, or or five viewers. You will be on the front page every hour. You could be on the front page uh, within the next hour. So I think that's uh, I think that's very fair, and that's that's very neat. I, I do like that. Um, so it, it's it's neat. I like the fact that they have a, they're still having their monthly meetings or weekly meetings. Uh, I hope that they keep that up and don't stop it. I agree. Uh, I think that's something they should do. Uh, I understand they're gonna get the bigger and together. bigger. It does. I understand. They, I understand they get to a point that they're gonna they're, they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, uh, it's too big. And the people who are like uh, running, like the glimish developers and all those people who are on those meetings now, will not be able to join them, and it may stop and go to like a monthly a monthly type of meeting, which is fine. But you need to have your community managers them run it. Like you just can't stop it. Uh, I feel like once that happens, you kind of lose that transparency and communication with your with your with your community, uh, and then you're gonna lose. Uh, that's and that's where you just kind of lose that disconnect. You have kind of that disconnect. So I hope I hope they keep that up with the community, uh, where where they talk about a lot, <laughs> and just even meet, even monthly, they just meet. So, I don't know. Other than that, I think they're doing very well. And I hope they keep doing what they're doing. And phase two looks neat. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, what, did they, phase they didn't give two a date. Phase is definitely going to be good. Uh, they, they, this is what they said. that They said that it is going to be randomized. The stuff that's on that list is randomized. It's not going to be all in order. They're going to be okay. bringing them out in their own order and stuff. So Okay. That's cool. Well, here's their, here's their full roadmap. If we just bring it up really quick. So... This was this is the maximum viable launch that already happened. Viewership is phase two, and then sharing is carrying phase three. Uh, we'll be clan closer to phase two being completed. So I don't know what phase sharing is carrying. I don't know what that group streaming and stuff like that. Group streaming, I guess things like that. Uh, can can you share a stream on Glimish right now? Can you click and click share, like tweet it out and whatnot? I don't know. Actually, I haven't even tried that yet. No, I don't think you can. I'll just find a live stream and just try it really quick. 
Let's click. Oh, Dragon Lair's live. So, we'll click here. Yeah, I don't think you can. You can, like, click. You can, like, click here and go to. Oh, wow. I just noticed something that they added. Wow. They put a mature tag. Yeah, on, I see uh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't notice that until now. Yeah, no, you can't share it. So, hope, hopefully, they'll add, like, a little button here where you can say, you like, share the stream and tweet out. And hopefully. Hopefully, like when you're when you when you're in your uh, in your settings, they let you go into like your 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 channel settings and go ahead and set it up here. So when someone tweets you out, it can be what you want to say, and they add, and they can let you add variables to it. So you can say, you know, a percent, you know, variable game, and it calls out the game you're playing. Uh, and then I think that's cool. So you don't have to worry about freaking. The person have to worry about using some type of nonsense, nonsensical default like Twitch thing when you share it out. It's some like whatever Twitch thing. Uh, you can you can really customize the hell out of it and say I'm you know come watch you know at I Doctor Fate on Glimish playing X game URL and or, or whatever you want to make it. Uh, I I, th I think that would be very cool. Well, Mixer used to do that, and I love that Mixer did that because you can use variables inside your inside your. Uh, Tweet out, um, which is very cool. I enjoyed that. I I, I thought that was very neat. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. So, so overall, I, I like Glemish. It's a good site. Oh yeah, definitely, man, definitely. I, I really like the community as well. The community is really welcoming and really nice. I have yet to really encounter anybody that's negative on the platform. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't encountered anyone either. You also have to think too is that you haven't had that. You know, it's still new. Like if we if we go into like gaming right now, there's 24 channels that are live right now. So a lot of people I think are like, you know, it's too new for me, uh, and they haven't really joined on to it yet, uh, which is fine. You know, I'm one of those people. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Nothing wrong with that. I think they address that as well. Like if you, if you are not interested in it right now, you can come back later on down the road. And, yeah, you know, because especially since they're building the site and they, they said it, there's no issues with that. Nope. Which is cool. So, um, uh, overall, I think, I think it's a, a good site. And I think as long as I keep building and market more, I think we're going to see, I think I see it become something very cool and very, and very, uh, unique. I don't think that they're not trying to take on, you know, Mixer or Mixer, not trying to take on Twitch or Facebook or YouTube. They're just trying to be their own thing. And exist in the streaming space and give a different place where people can come and hang out stream make friends build a community mm. make some side cash if you want to make some side cash uh right now you know i don't think glimish is the place to be if you want to be a full-time streamer you know you look at that you you know look at youtube look at facebook look at uh twitch but this is definitely not a place i would say i want to be a full-time streamer or stream on twitch i think you have a little bit of a hard time doing that uh even though you have thousands of streamers on here but I have a thousand, maybe hundreds of streamers on here. So this would be something that's later you have to do. Um, but other than that, I think it's a good site. So I do have one more thing to throw in there. Sure. It's not that for Glimish, but if are we still continuing with? You, you, you do that, dude. I'm sorry. My, my kids are calling chat and I'll be right back. But go ahead and do your segment, dude. Okay. It's not a problem. I'll be right back, man. Yep, not a problem. So it seems that uh, 
Epic Game Store has acquired itch.io, which is an indie game store. Uh, I just found out a little bit ago about that. I definitely think that is really interesting. Um, let's see. So it seems uh, itch.io is a downloadable app that is coming to Epic Game Store. Uh, let's see. There's going to be over 200,000 title titles from itch.io. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I wonder when that's going to happen. Harrison Steam uses a tiered system. Hmm. Let's see, the addition will put itch.io in front of the Epic Games Store roughly 31.3 million active daily users and brings over 200,000 titles from itch.io to Epic customers. Itch.io is a collection of some of the most unique, interesting, and independent creations you'll ever find on the web. The representative from itch.io told Okay. Yeah, that, that's actually kind of huge now that I think about it, because that actually brings more people over to the Epic Game Store. Oh uh, yeah, there we we definitely do have uh, games on there because there's a lot of free games in general that you can get per month. And it, like sometimes they do it weekly as well from time to time. Like right now, there's like a few games that are on there that are free. And it looks like Alien Isolation is one of the free games for this week. And Hand of Fate 2. But, uh, I, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, that is huge news for Epic Game Store, but. That is. That really caught me off guard for that. That's a lot of extra users, though, that's going to be added for Epic Games Store. That is if people transfer over to that, though. 
that's the thing because there's a lot of people that are really against using epic game store a lot of people like they didn't buy them it is joining the epic game store oh okay that's interesting keep this up for when he gets back but how's everyone doing though definitely hope everyone is doing well Oh my gosh, chat and fate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's completely fine. Oh, so sorry about that. You know, kids. <laughs> uh, <they> so. <sighs> anyway, what's up, Toe? Did, did I miss everything? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just found out something just a l little bit ago before you, you left. Um, what's up? Indie Game Store itch.io is joining the Epic Game Store. What game? Itch.io. It's an indie's game store. Oh, I never heard. Oh, oh yes. Itch.io. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, it wow. has roughly over 31.3 million active daily users on the site. Wow. Holy crap. That's, that's humongous to join the Epic Store. That's a lot of people, but I don't think they bought them, though. That's no, I think they're just going to be showing up. I, I wonder how they're going to be showing up on the store. That's interesting. I wonder if this yeah, is going to be just... like if they're allowed to upload their games to the Epic Store. That would be really interesting because if you think about it, um, 
Now, I wonder though, like, is there going to be like a tiered system for like what type of games they are? I don't know. Like, you, like for mature audiences, basically, or, you know, like, uh, you know, action oriented and so on and so forth, like have their own category for it. Yeah. That'd like they have, Well, they have that here. Like they have things split up here. Like they have short pixel art, 3D puzzle, retro platformer uh atmospheric visual novel like they have things split up so hopefully that you know epic can do that as well like epic store needs a lot a lot of love like it's just seriously mm -hmm. a store you can buy shit yeah we're we're like Ep again like steam provides an ecosystem you know mm -hmm. they don't do they don't do like crazy exclusives they're like hey this is where you can have a store but we're gonna give you we're gonna give you everything that comes with it you know we're gonna give i mean it took them a long time to build this but we can give you we're gonna give you the community, which gives you discussions, workshop, market. You can watch people stream on it. Like they give you an ecosystem. It's not just a freaking store where you mm. buy shit. Like, and people that you know, oh, no one uses the forums. It's like, uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> when people have issues on the Epic Store with certain games, they come here and post shit. Because I mean, look at it. You get artwork posted up here and everything. Like, Steam is awesome. And if Epic really wants to stay in the game long term, they're gonna to need to create stuff like this. Like, because yep, I have they, no reason to really be on do. Steam. I have no reason to be on Epic. Yeah, they definitely need to have something huge to draw in people. Yeah. But no, I, agree. I, I what I what I definitely don't want to happen again is what happened beforehand in the past with the Epic Game Store. With what store? The Epic Game Store. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm. I'm not a big fan of the Epic Game Store. It's just whatever. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> don't get me wrong. Getting free games every month, you know, is a cool thing, you know. Yeah, but, you, but how much? They've lost so much money because of that. Yeah, they, they they did. They let's be honest, they really did. Plus, I think there was like articles on it recently about it as well. Yeah, it was like a couple dang, of like three million dollars. They lost actually, a lot more of money. than that, actually. I think it was like 30. Was it 30 million? I thought it was, yeah, it might have been 30 million. Or 300 million, probably. It's craziness. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, let's see. Apple said that Epic Games lost about 181 million on 181. the Epic Games Store in 2019. That's in 2019, though. Wow. Yeah, it was two years ago. And putting the total losses far at more than 300 plus million dollars. Hmm. That's crazy. That's, the, a lot, that's a lot of should money. Should these figures be correct? Yep. Big games like Metro Exodus Control released the first Epic Game Store before coming to Steam later. Oh, and Control too. Control is a great game. If you haven't played that game, go play that game. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I think that's everything we have for the podcast. We got a lot of news tonight, and uh, we appreciate everyone coming out and hanging with us. And uh, 
doing the podcast and chilling and chatting means a lot chilling chatting lurking uh this is going to be up on youtube right when we end this it'll be up on youtube we're going to continue streaming i think we're going to play some ghost recon breakpoint but uh people will be able to watch the watch the beginning port uh of uh of this i may actually i may actually stop the stream here and cut up a new one just to have two separate streams so we don't have like a so people don't see it. it's like oh why is it six hours i'm not gonna watch that so just we can have like an hour so it's we know it's a podcast um and then stop my other stream but before we do that let's uh let's let's head on here and fate how can everyone find you uh my uh twitter is uh i dr fate at i dr fate um and then on where the place where i stream at is on glemish uh glemish.tv slash i dr fate i stream there from every monday through friday from 2 to 10 o'clock um but yeah that, that that's gonna be that, that's about it yeah awesome so I, uh, I am, uh, you can find me everyone, uh, at Riven Bro Dragon. Uh, that's, that's me pretty much everywhere except for YouTube. I'm Riven MDR on YouTube. Uh, I'm, uh, right now I am right now on Sunday, Tuesdays and every other Saturday, I am on twitch.tv slash Riven Bro Dragon. On Thursdays, we stream here live only on YouTube for our podcast. Uh, and then uh, I've been playing. I've been I've been toying around the idea for a while to move to back to YouTube. I, I, I happen to like YouTube. I like the ecosystem it gives me. Uh, I was here streaming the Division Two a long time ago, and it was getting good hits. We were building a community, and I don't know why I moved back to Twitch. Uh, don't know why. Um, so I'm probably eventually gonna move back here i just haven't made announcements or anything like that yet but for now sunday tuesday and every other saturday find me on twitch.tv slash of dragon and thursdays here live at 6 30 with our podcast uh this makes it easier don't have to really do crazy editing or uploading uh for the podcast so guys it's been awesome uh i appreciate everyone coming out fate as usual also hanging uh hang tight guys i'll be right back i'm gonna end this stream and come back with a new one uh and just to start up uh our ghost recon stream so guys i appreciate you all coming out we appreciate you all coming out and uh we'll check you out next time peace out everyone see you guys all right uh end the stream i'm gonna end it over here Stop recording. you can do it <laughs>